Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello, and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. <laughs> I hate you so much. And I'm Travis, and here's the movie prom- movies premiering this week. <laughs> yes! I hate you so much. <laughs> Oh, okay. But before we do that, Travis. <laughs> yes, sir. How's your week been going, man? <laughs> oh, it's been good. <laughs> uh, nothing too exciting happened. Uh, I'm still waiting on my car to be fixed. Mm. But I'm I'm out working using a borrowed car, so that works out. Very nice. Um, let's see. I watched three things this weekend. Three? Three. Which which things might those be? I watched Firestarter. Mm-hmm. I watched Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Mm-hmm. And I watched Men. Okay. How was Men? Since that came out a couple weeks ago, right? Uh oh, last week, honestly. What am I am I just going crazy? I think you might be. I'm probably just going crazy. But but it's okay. It happens. Right. Uh men was interesting (laughs) i still don't quite know what all went on in the movie but it is really weird um you would not like it not you don't like horror anyways but there's a lot of body horror and you would not be down for that good Um, to know good to know yeah i feel like if i would have learned a little bit more um, not necessarily before watching it, but afterwards of knowing kind of what the plot was about, I would have understood it a lot better. But right now, I'm just perplexed. I don't, I don't know what it was about, but it, it was honestly very creepy, a very creepy movie. And movies don't do that to me too often. So, I would give. You go, would you go and watch it again <clears throat> to try to understand it better? Not necessarily going to a theater, but yes, I would watch it again. Okay, okay. Uh, and you were you were going to give it a score? Uh, I will give it. Let's see. I'll go out of five. Let's go three out of five. Ooh, sixty percent. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then <laughs> how was how was Firestarter? Firestarter. That movie was. It's been so long since I've seen the original one with Drew Barrymore that I kind of forgot if this actually went along with the with the story or not. Um, but I didn't think it was that great. Uh, I found the main character uh, to be very annoying and everything could have been solved if they would have just taught her how to use her powers instead of keeping her in the dark. Like, she knew she had them, but they wouldn't let her use it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if she would have learned, then she could have protected everybody, and it would have been a-okay. But no, they just let her stay in the dark, and things happen, and <laughs> it's like, I wonder why. Okay. But I did like Zac Efron as the dad, though. He did a fantastic job. Okay, and how? so how, how did the, um, the main character's actress do like i know you said you didn't like the character but just as acting within the the constraints of the part itself how did because i know child children actors usually have a bit of a tougher time and kind of a right. you know get a, a tougher rap hmm. i would say she did good with what was presented to her okay okay like it wasn't a horrible job it wasn't a fantastic job, but she did well with what she had in front of her. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. What would you give it out of five? See, did I like men more or did I like Firestarter? Ooh, that one I have to give a two out of five. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. And now I want to I hear your thoughts on uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I'm going to say my score off the bat. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it a four out of five. Really? It is honestly very good. <laughs> really? It, really? I was surprised. <laughs> See, I'm more like two and a half, three. 
really? I, uh, there, it's just something with me about like it being a lot like Roger Rabbit really hit home for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, <laughs> for, for me, it was like, I know I've said before how I don't mind nostalgia movies, mm-hmm. but this one felt like it was trying to lean way too hard into that rather than, mm-hmm. you know, tell a new, you know, tell its own new story mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, okay. I, I don't know if that makes any sense whatsoever. I think I might have been a little... Um, uh, a little biased going into it because I had I had read some stuff uh, that may have kind of put it into a little bit more of a negative light for me beforehand. Okay, all right. Um, you want to you want to hear it? Yeah, sure. Let's go. So basically, uh, and this is a little bit of a spoiler, I guess. Um, well, I guess it, I don't even know if it's really that much of a spoiler because we know that the bad guy from the trailers is Peter Pan. Right. Uh. But basically, they fired him because he grew up, right? Mm-hmm. The actor that played the actual Peter Pan was fired from Disney and basically blacklisted because he grew up, like, in real life. Okay. Like, started getting, I think he started, like, getting acne voice changed, you know, that kind of whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he was canned from Disney because of it. Okay. And then, yeah. So, basically, Disney was taking what they did to the actual Peter Pan actor and mm-hmm. applying that to Peter Pan the character to turn him into a villain. Okay, I, 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 I can see your point on that, but yet it, it works for the story, though. Like, it like it may be true to life, but, I mean, I, I, I just don't understand why they would be upset about this kid looking older when... Obviously, they knew it was going to happen eventually. But would it? Because they had one of the Lost Boys when they were running through the convention. That's true. So, So what happened there? Okay, alright. Hmm. That's a good point. That's a very good point. I don't know. It's just... It's one of those things where it, like... I guess kind of rubbed me the wrong way Mm -hmm. when I was watching it. And it was just kind of eating at the back of my head. And so I was a lot more critical of the... You know, oh, they're just trying to, you know, hit the nostalgia and, you know, make me kind of feel that nostalgia that I felt, you know, from way back in the day mm-hmm. to make me think that this is a, you know, a good movie kind of thing. So that, like I said, I kind of went into it a little bit biased, mm-hmm. which is why I only have it at, you know, like a two and a half, three star out of five. Sure. But. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I really, I thought, I thought it was an enjoyable film to watch. I mean, it was obviously not perfect, but mm-hmm. it was obviously enjoyable. And I thoroughly enjoyed that they made Butthead president or he was going into office. <laughs> um, voices. You had, you had expressed concern about voices. I did. Um, I didn't like it at first, but it grew on me as the movie went on. Okay, okay. Um, I I thought it fit for what the story was trying to tell. So, and... John Mulaney, insurance provider. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I still think it's weird that they had... Dale be CG and not the and not the rest of them. I thought for sure that Chip was going to get it when he was in trouble during the movie, um, but that didn't happen. He right. Got the, I figured uh, it was going to happen at some point in time, like before mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> and good to see Gadget and uh, <laughs> Monterey Jack and yep. uh, Zipper and yep. Played by the Allstate agent. Yes. <laughs> or President Palmer from 24. Or um, the one dude from Hero's Duty in Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, yep, yep. Or also uh, um, in Major League... Pedro Carano, Serrano. Thank you, yes. Pedro Serrano. Yep. I almost want to say Jambu, but that's what he praised. So... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, you obviously didn't think it was, but... I did not like it 
as much. I didn't I didn't think it was like terrible, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like great for me. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's right. He was the ox in Kung Fu Panda as well. Oh, I haven't seen that in forever. Uh, you know what else I haven't seen forever though? What's that? The Fifth Element. <sighs> That's true. Me neither. But next month, in just over a month, it is going to be back in theaters for two days. <gasps> Ooh, okay. Yes. Uh, so Fifth Element obviously is a movie that both me and Jason... Jason? What the... I don't know what I was thinking. My friend Jason likes it too. But me and Travis really enjoy. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's okay. <laughs> that was just... I was like, Jason? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, my, my buddy from high school... Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Fifth Element is coming back to the theaters for two days, June 26th and 29th. Uh, it is going through that Fathom Events thing, it looks like. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, if you if you haven't seen it in the theaters, which I haven't because I didn't uh, I didn't catch the Fifth Element train until well after it was out of theaters. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, it might be playing around your area, so you might want to check it out. Yeah, uh, go grab those multi passes and go hit it up. I wonder how many cosplayers there are going to be. Oh, there's probably going to be a few. There there has to be a few, at least. I would say, like, at least five, maybe. Who knows? But we'll have to wait. Or <laughs> if we go, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think it depends on, you know, which kind of, you know, which theater you go to, where you're at, that kind of thing, too. Exactly, right. But uh, if you don't know what Fifth Element is, it's... Um, <laughs> It has Bruce Willis, it has Gary Oldman, it has um, Mila Jovovich, mm-hmm. and it has um, Chris Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is he trying to get at? But okay, all right. <laughs> well, I knew I had it wrong, but uh, <laughs> it has it has a pretty good cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's directed by Luc Besson, mm-hmm. who... We've talked about before with some of his movies that he's done. Uh, like, I mean, he did like Leon the Professional, Nikita, Lucy, Fifth Element, obviously. Uh, apparently he wrote Taken. Did you write the first one? Yeah, he did. I believe so, yeah. He wrote the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's directed a few movies as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets is one of the one of the biggest ones recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. He did uh, Anna as well a couple of years ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I never did see that. That one didn't get too big of a release, I don't think. But he, he's gotcha. he's kind of a very stylistic director. Very niche, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's from France, so, mm-hmm. you know, there's that. Uh, but <laughs> his visuals are always very Luc Besson. Yeah, he definitely knows how, how to build a world. Yes, very much so. And Fifth Element is, uh, is is very much part of that as well. Oh, very much so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you have a chance, I suggest going to see it in the theaters. Again, it's going to be like June 26th and 29th. Uh, but yeah, I would say go check it out. I, I know I want to. I definitely do too. <laughs> what do you think that says about us? Uh, I mean... How do I want to word that? Uh, I mean, it shows that we're old because <laughs> this came out early or late nineties. Uh, but I mean, we might have to get a professional to interpret it. Yeah, we might. We could see what uh, what Freud's doing. Oh, that, I mean, yeah, Freud's not doing anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Uh, moving on to our next topic, Anthony Hopkins is going to be playing Sigmund, Sigmund Freud in a new movie. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so basically it's going to be called Freud's Last Session. There we go. Oh, okay. I could talk. But it's going to be <laughs> basically kind of right before World War II and right before the end of his life kind of thing. You know, right, right at the end mm-hmm. of his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll have to see how it all goes. But yeah, Anthony Hopkins will be uh, Sigmund Freud. I like it. Yeah, it doesn't make you angry. I look forward to that. It does not. But, I mean, you wouldn't like me if I'm angry anyway, so... All right, Hulk. Uh, <laughs> uh, we just got to kind of get through here. We got a lot of stuff, and we've already been recording for a little bit. But uh, we got we got caught up there for a second. 
speaking of the Hulk, Lou Ferrigno is going to be playing a cannibalistic pig farmer in his first creature role since the Hulk. He's going to be playing a cannibalistic pig farmer. All right. Yeah. Known as the Hermit, which is also going to be the name of the of the thing. Okay. All right. Wow. <laughs> All right. I, I haven't heard from him in forever, so this is... Well, well okay. I mean, he was, right. he was in... Was it Avengers or was it Incredible Hulk? It was Avengers. I thought it was Edward Norton. So no, it, it would have had to have been Incredible Hulk, wouldn't it have? It was an Incredible Hulk. Yes, it was. Because he was, he was like a security guard. Right. Yep, yep. Okay. And so, yeah, he's, he's, he's part of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he was the voice of the Incredible Hulk as well in The Incredible Hulk. He was a security guard in Hulk. Ah, with, with uh, Eric, Eric Banner. Banner. Okay, all right. Who also voiced Monterey Jack in the Chip and Dale movie. You sure did. Mm-hmm. I did not recognize him, though. I did not either. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not used to hearing him with uh, his uh, Australian accent. Cheese. <laughs> My mind immediately went to Wallace and Gromit. Cheese, Gromit. <laughs> Uh, but he did play a, a security guard in The Incredible Hulk as well. So okay, all right. It wasn't just Hulk that he was a security. Uh, yeah, because I, I could have fig- I could have sworn that it was him and Stan Lee as security guards, right? Mm-hmm. I do believe so. Yes. I don't know. I haven't I haven't had a chance to watch The Incredible Hulk for a little while. Yeah, it's been a stretch for me too. Did I just miss uh, him or something? Well, no, no. Stan Lee in Incredible Hulk, he drank the pop with oh, his that's blood right. in it. That's right. He was the yeah. Okay. So it had, so yeah, it had to have just been Lou Ferrigno then. Right, right. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he's going to be a cannibalistic pig farmer, known as the Hermit, apparently. Okay. All right. Well, I look forward to that. <laughs> One thing you won't get be, be able to uh, look forward to. Uh-huh. What's that? Is the Wonder Twins movie that we talked about a couple weeks ago? Oh, Wonder Twins delayed. More like Wonder Twins power canceled. Um, <laughs> so there was going to be a movie going to HBO Max uh, with for the Wonder Twins. Mm-hmm. And they already had people lined up, everything like that. It was getting set to go. And it was supposed to start production this July, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they canceled it. Lame. So what they're saying is that it was supposed to go to HBO Max. Um I gotta find it here again. There it is. So it was supposed to go to HBO Max. It was going to have a budget of around, I think they were saying like seventy-five million dollars. Mm-hmm. After the merger with uh, Discovery, there's been some shakeups and everything like that. Sure. And so, the CEO David uh, Zaslav apparently mm-hmm. uh, is imposing apparently imposing a mandate that DC movies should now be made with a theatrical first goal. And that, I can see their point, but okay, all right. And that Wonder Twins, the way it had been conceived, was quote-unquote too niche, according to a source. <laughs> it, was, it was too niche. Okay, uh, all right. <laughs> so basically they're saying it was too niche and that the budget was way too high. Like we were saying, it was about, they were saying it was about $75 million for the movie that was mm-hmm. going to HBO Max. And uh, Zaslav wants to keep original movies for HBO Max down to about 35 million and under which I mean if he just wants to give me 35 million I'll be happy with that I'll be fine right <laughs> you know well shoot I could save them from I could save them some money I mean they could just go and reuse the the costumes from uh, Galaxy Quest <laughs> mhm mhm and th- that would work out just fine mm-hmm. I mean those guys looked exactly <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Apparently, it's it's uh, it's done. It's kaput. Oh well, that's too bad. I was I was really looking forward to that, but I will say I will say that it is a very niche sort of uh property that they were gonna try to put into a movie. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, the only thing that I really know about the Wonder Twins is Wonder Twin powers activate. Yep. You know, that whole thing. Exactly. Uh, but. So that one's canceled. Uh, going over to Disney and Star Wars. 
apparently, so the Ryan Johnson was still basically going to be working on a trilogy of movies mm-hmm. for the Star Wars universe. That has been at the very least delayed as of right now. Okay, all right. So, ah, yeah. It, apparently, That's he's been bad. he's been he's been a little busy, you know. Right. What with Knives Out and Knives Out Two and Knives Out Three, and now his basically, you know, he has a, he has a pretty solid contract, I guess, with Netflix mm-hmm. uh, for multiple movies. And then uh, Kathleen Kennedy basically said that she hates, she hesitates to use the word trilogies anymore because Star Wars is much more about persistent storytelling. That is true. That is true. So they might be going more for like individual movies by individual directors trying to you know tell like one story or like patty jenkins you know doing the rogue squadron thing mm-hmm. uh which is just keeps on to getting delayed as well right uh but it looks like in the star wars universe we know what the next franchise film or who's going to direct the next next franchise film Ooh, okay and that's taika waititi yes so his untitled star wars project is going to be the next franchise film okay all right so not necessarily like a you know skywalker saga because that should i think they they said that that's closed done you know mm-hmm. but it's going to be something else within the star wars universe okay but it should be fun because it's taika waititi right oh, i love taika waititi <laughs> just think star wars mixed with the style of like ragnarok or thor love and thunder right right and apparently he's working with uh christy wilson Carnes who wrote okay. uh, 1917. Oh, okay. And apparently, this is, this is you know, this is what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron will most likely follow up YTD's movie. Oh. So we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to see what goes on with that. I mean, so. if we had a movie with just space battles, that would be amazing. Right, right. Oh, I would and love so, that. <laughs> so I know there's, there's a lot of people that will be happy that Ryan Johnson is basically not doing any Star Wars movies anymore. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I enjoyed The Last Jedi. I did too. I you know, I I thought it was kind of a, a fun direction to kind of take everything. And mm-hmm. I mean it was it would have been nice for them to have an idea of where they wanted to take it before they made Force Awakens. Yep. But that being said, you know, to have Ryan Johnson come in and, and do what he did, I think he gets unfairly kind of just criticized for it mm-hmm. you know it, brian johnson is he is a he is an amazing director mm-hmm. and i felt like if he would have been able to do the film that he wanted to do instead of obviously disney and everybody having their their way with it it probably would have been a, a, a success but everybody stuck their fingers in where they where they shouldn't have, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's too bad because Ryan Johnson, like I said, he is a fantastic director, and if he's left to his own to his own free mind and will, then I feel like it would have maybe been a, a success. Right. And it was a success in general. I mean, it made a lot of money at the box office. It just didn't work well with the critics and with audience. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like. You look at at things that Ryan Johnson has done, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, you know, he he did Looper mm-hmm. back in the day. He direct directed Looper. I think that was one of his first kind of like big big movies. Yep. Um, the Brothers Bloom. Forgot about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote and directed that one, but that was you know kind of that might have been more of his like initial break into directing of the the big movies. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, uh, interesting. Uh, and then, obviously, you know, we had Star Wars: Last Jedi after Looper. Mm-hmm. He did three episodes of Breaking Bad as well, in between those two. Uh, and then he did Knives Out, and now he's doing Knives Out Two and Knives Out Three. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's um, yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty great. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Some might say extraordinary. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> so, moving on to the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, there's apparently a reboot in the works. Why? Why Hollywood? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know, I know why. 
Mm -hmm. I know why. I do too, yeah. But at the same time, honestly, even this much later, I would rather a sequel. (laughs) Me too, honestly. (laughs) So way back in 2003, we had... Oh, that was almost 20 years ago. Yup. Oh. <laughs> uh, I remember seeing this in theaters. Oh, that hurt. Every week I do this to myself, but that hurt. <laughs> so 20 years ago, we had League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. With, uh, with Sean Connery. <laughs> and Stuart Townsend. Look what I can do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it gets me every time. <laughs> uh and um you know Jason Fleming, Shane West. Uh there's this is a movie that I know a lot of people don't like. Mhm. I will contend that the only thing that they don't like about it is the ending. <laughs> that is true. That's so true. And I know we've talked about it before mm-hmm. because I've gone on my rant before about this. But just like we were talking about with Ryan Johnson, the studio interfered. Mm-hmm. studio got their grubby little hands in it and we're like no 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 we need a, a major action sequence you know the the venice explosion wasn't big enough we need something to end it with a major action sequence mm-hmm. and so they added the whole uh mr hyde against the tomato monster yep. kind of action thing and <laughs> it's a great movie it it really is <laughs> It is a fantastic movie that the studio just went and mucked up mm-hmm. and made it so that the the sequel that they were getting ready for never came to be. And they were talking for a long time that, that there was going to be a sequel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at some point, and it just never happened. Yeah. Yeah, well, because everybody was like, oh, that movie was horrible. It's terrible. Why are you thinking about doing a sequel? Blah, 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 blah. No. It's just the ending. <laughs> it's just the ending. It's just that one part of the ending. Mm-hmm. You look at, like, the Tom Sawyer arc uh, arc's ending. Mm-hmm. That is a fantastic story arc. It is. Going from, you know, not believing in himself, really. Like, you know, being a, a cocky little, you know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know a, a cocky little <laughs> to... <Yep>. Uh, <laughs> But not actually having, like, confidence in himself to be able to do something like what Alan Quartermain could do to kind of finding a father figure, father type figure in Alan Quartermain and Sean Connery. Yep. To being able to take and make the shot when it was needed, when he, when he was called to step up, Mm -hmm. he could. Because he had, you know, the, the lessons taught to him from Alan Quartermain, the, the confidence given to him saying that he could do it and just basically becoming who he was supposed to be. Exactly. Dang it, now I want to watch League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I've been Uh, trying to find that one on Blu-ray and I haven't been able to and it makes me sad. It's on HBO Max. I'm going to have to watch it. But yes, there's going to be a reboot. (sighs) We're not going to like it. (laughs) I mean, like, okay, so there's... There's this YouTube show that I watch that they go and they watch bad movies and try to find the good in them. Yep. They did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Throughout the entire movie, all they were saying is, why was this in the box? Mm-hmm. This should not be in the box. Why was this in the box? <laughs> it's so true, though. It really is. Yeah. And then afterwards, they're like, okay, I can see why... Some people would want it in the box, but it does not deserve to be in the box. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, they're basically like, yeah, we just, we got caught up in the hype, too. You know, we got caught up in the, oh, this is a horrible, horrible movie, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't want to go and watch it. You know, it, it's one of the worst movies ever made. It's why Sean Connery quit acting. No, what made Sean Connery quit acting is being poo-pooed on by everybody when mm-hmm. it, the movie shouldn't have been. Like, especially that one. Like, mm-hmm. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, that was a fantastic movie. The other movie he did right before this, wasn't it Avengers? It's possible, yes. That movie deserves it, but not but not League. <laughs> well, let's see here. Uh, no, right before... So, before League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was Finding Forrester. 
Oh, I forgot about that movie. Okay. And before that was Entrapment. Ah, with Catherine. And, and then Playing by Heart, and then The Avengers. Okay. Which was right after The Rock. Oh, that's a good movie. That is a good movie. I don't even remember Playing by Heart. I don't either. Gillian Anderson, Anderson, Sean Connery, Dennis Quaid, Patricia Clarkson, Angelina Jolie. Mm, wow. Kind of cast. Jay Moore. Michael Emerson, John Stewart, wow, wow. Ryan Phillippe, That's and this a is cast. this is 1998. So this is like those people were were all very much top of their game at that point in time. Mm. Oh right. Uh, yeah, I don't remember this one at all. Yeah, me neither. Okay, but yes, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen <laughs> does not deserve the hate that it got. Should have gotten a sequel. Should have gotten a series of sequels. And, that we uh, should be fin- finally remembering all of the good points of it to this day. Exactly. But no, we just got stuck with one movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that teased a sequel that was was never able to give us a sequel. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, it made me incredibly mad. Might as well call me Max. Ha! <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Horrible segue to the composer of Mad Max Fury Road, uh, Junkie XL or, sorry, Tom Holkenberg, uh, is apparently going to be composing the score for Furiosa as well. Ooh. Okay. So, okay. The score for Mad Max Fury Road, just, mm, chef's kiss, fantastic. It, it sure is. <laughs> it's furiously fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but to stay in the same universe and to go with Furiosa, which is, I believe... We've, okay, I know we've talked about Furiosa so much on this. That's uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, right? Uh, yes, it, 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 yes, yes. And uh, Chris Hemsworth? Yes. Yes, okay, perfect. And then, oh, the same guy that uh, played Rictus will be in this one as well, apparently. That's right, that's right, yep. And then, uh, yeah. So we don't, we don't know too much about Furiosa, but it's basically the origin story. Mm-hmm. And then before she teams up with Mad Max... Right. And written by George Miller and Nick Lathoris. Hey, George Miller. George Miller. Yeah, I love that man. He's, he's great. He is great. Um, oh, apparently Nick Lathoris was Grease Rat in the original Mad Max. Ah, okay. Uh, and helped write Fury Road, helped write Furiosa, and then has been announced to help write The Wasteland, which I think... The Wasteland was supposed to be the one with Tom Hardy and uh, or the next Mad Max movie with Tom Hardy. Okay, all right. But I haven't heard anything more about it yet. Yeah, I'm guessing they're probably getting Furiosa done first. That's my guess. Yeah. Um, but George Miller went and did something else first, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about later. We sure will. Uh, but yeah, so we've got that... League of Extraordinary Junkie XL composing for Furiosa. I'm still stuck on League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I um, can tell. <laughs> so we're gonna get another amazing score for another movie in the Mad Max universe, I guess, with Junkie XL composing for Furiosa. Well, you know, I am very worried that, like, since there's been a lot of delays lately, that I hope Junkie XL doing this doing the soundtrack to this is not a bunch of hocus pocus me too horrible segue all right (laughs) uh but uh speaking of hocus pocus 2 we have a release date and that is going to be september 30th of 2022 on disney plus that'll be here before we know it i sure hope not because that means that summer will be over (laughs) very true very true but summer summer just got here yeah but it always goes by so fast. It does. It really does. Uh, but we, we do have the, the sequel to Hocus Pocus coming in September. So late September. Watch it early October, just in time for Halloween season. I hope it's good. And then, uh, I know we've talked about it before, but Doug Jones is back as Billy Butcherson. Yeah. Uh, Will his mouth be sewn shut again? or Because I know he, cut, he, he cuts it open. Oh, that's right. He does, doesn't he? Yes, he does. And then, well, I know he we we had a chance to see what he looked like, but he deleted the picture. Mm-hmm. Because I think Disney made him. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they did. <laughs> uh, 
I'm guessing him doing that made him the the uh, uh, what are they called the the Firefly from He Double Hockey Stick. The Firefly from He Double Hockey Stick. Yes, I didn't want to say. Well, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> doesn't he? Don't they? Or he calls? I believe the witches a firefly from or something like that in the movie in Hocus Pocus. Okay, uh, it, it's it's possible. I don't remember that oh, specifically, okay. but deep cut. All right. <laughs> Somebody would be able to tell us. <laughs> uh, but before we get there, we do have one more one more piece of news. Mm-hmm. We talked about the trailer last week, but we didn't talk about ratings for Prey, which is the Predator. Or did we talk about that? No, we just talked about the little short teaser that we got. Okay. Prey is going to be rated R. Yes. <laughs> so we are we are getting another R-rated Predator movie. Good deal. That's the only rating they should ever be. I was watching, or I was looking at Twitter, and somebody was like, you know, me and my husband need somebody to settle a bet for us. You know, where the, the origin of the line whoever wins we lose comes from mm-hmm. do you know where that comes from uh alien versus predator yes they were thinking something else i don't remember i don't remember what she was thinking but i don't remember what she had said specifically but her husband was saying no it's alien versus predator and then everybody's like yeah no it's it's it's, it's alien versus predator mm-hmm. dang it or avp if you want to go that route <laughs> right yeah yeah mm-hmm. wasn't that one pg-13 it was well, this one is R. Ah, uh, it was rated by a pirate. Well, you know what a pirate's favorite letter is, right? Yeah, it's R. Ah, you think it'd be R, but a pirate's first love always be the sea. <laughs> that was good. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh. So... That is the end of our news for the for the week. Travis, do you have anything else you would like to say for the news portion thing? Yes, do not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you can always visit us at Facebook, where facebook.com slash movies are thing. We also are on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that at movies are thing. <gasps> Come on by and say hi. Please do. We're lonely. Oh. I'm so lonely. Ah, <laughs> uh, but. With that, we head into our trailers that we have for this week. Mm-hmm. The first one just dropped today as of recording. Yes. And that is Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, please. Yeah. Oh. Kittredge, you haven't seen me when I'm angry. Right. <laughs> Uh, we, we've got Kittredge back. We sure do. And, <sighs> like, uh, we've got a lot of returning characters, which is great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Always nice. Oh, definitely. We've got a um, a callback to uh, Mission Impossible 2 with uh, motorcycle riding and base yes. jumping. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> the whole time watching that trailer, when he jumps off on the bike, I was like, pull your shoot, man. Pull your shoot. <laughs> pull it, pull it, pull it, pull, pull it, pull it, pull it, pull it. Stupid Tom Cruise. <laughs> and his unimpeded devotion to realism. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, no, this this trailer looks insane. I mean, it's a Mission Impossible movie. Mm-hmm. It's going to have a ton of action. It's going to have a ton of set pieces. Mm-hmm. It's looking pretty darn great. It is. I mean, it doesn't show any of the story, really or what like plot points but everything just looks amazing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so we have you know obviously we have tom cruise rebecca ferguson is back vanessa kirby is back as well yep. uh simon Pegg. Mm-hmm. uh we had ving rames was there uh but now we have carrie elwes is in it yes uh Haley atwell is in it i know i was surprised to see her mark gatiss is in it yep. mm-hmm. uh, rob delaney is in mm-hmm. it I mean, this thing is just looking, oh boy. It is stacked. Oh boy. And then, uh, like I said, uh, Henry Cerny mm-hmm. is back as Eugene Kittredge. Mm-hmm. Because he, he was the one in the original one, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. And, you, oh. you mean everybody's least favorite Mission Impossible? Yeah. Yep. 
The first one? Yeah. That's like that's like a lot of people's favorites, man. I don't know. I would go the first one is the is my least favorite, and then everything from there goes up. I know Probably a lot because of people... I like two a lot more. I know people hate two. I know that. Yeah, <laughs> but... yeah. Pe- people like despise two. There are some people that that despise it. How can they despise it? It has a it has a song by Limp Bizkit in it. Come on. <laughs> I mean, if that's what you're evaluating your you know good movies from, then yes, <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> Did you know that Sugar Ray is in Scooby Doo? Well, no, that's just a good movie in general. Never mind. That doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Scooby Doo. <laughs> mm. uh, but yes, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, Part One. So would would they say that is Part One, or is that both parts altogether? Because it seemed like it was an extra long trailer that they maybe showed both movies. I think it, I, they just said Part One. Like, did it? On, okay. All on right. the trailer, it it says Part One specifically, July of twenty twenty three, which yeah. They released a trailer that is 14 months away from opening. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, even Force Awakens, that was like a year and a month. This is this is 14 months away. Mm-hmm. Because we had, we had Force Awakens was Thanksgiving, and then was it the next Christmas that it came out? Or was yeah. that next, next then uh, a year and then the May after that? I think it might have been. I think it was Christmas. I don't remember. I that sounds about right to me, but I think it was. Um, yeah, December eighteenth. Okay. So yeah, it was. It was like a year and a couple of weeks. This is this is, this is literally a year and like two months here, mm-hmm. away from the next Mission Impossible, and they released this trailer, and it looks so good. <laughs> it's going to be an action-packed good time. Absolutely. You know who else does action pack good times? Who's that? George Miller. But like we were talking about before, we have another thing with George Miller here. 3,000 Years of Longing released a trailer, which is his next movie. And oh boy, does this one look good. I did not know what to expect, but it was not this. Yeah, it definitely was not that. Um, It definitely surprised me. It looks very good. Um, my question is, why does George Miller do a better genie than Will Smith did in Disney and in Aladdin? You mean Idris Elba? <laughs> or yeah, Idris Elba. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, good direction. That is true. That is true. Okay, I'll go with that. So yeah, let, let's just let's just say George Miller, as of right now, is 77 years old. Wow. And he's making movies like Mad Max, Fury Road. He's making movies like Furiosa. He's making movies like this, 3,000 Years of Longing, which has mm-hmm. Tilda Swinton. It has uh, Idris Elba, like we were talking about. Yep. It looks incredibly trippy. It looks... I mean, th- there's at least going to be at least some action in it, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, it... I honestly don't know what to say, because you, ha- you have to go watch this trailer. It... <laughs> But yes, this is this is definitely one that you're going to want to see the trailer. Um, basically, what I can gather from it is that Tilda Swinton's character is is kind of a loner, you know, no family, no friends, no whatever, anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, had a husband, husband died. Yep. Is traveling the world, finds this little thing in a bazaar somewhere. Mm-hmm. Takes it home, tries to clean it. All of a sudden, genie pops out. Yep. And is like, you have three wishes. And Tilda Swinton's like, mm, no thanks. Right. <laughs> because, and this is a quote from the trailer, uh, every story that involves a genie is a cautionary tale. So it's self-aware. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It, it looks like, I'm just guessing here, the genie falls in love with Tilda Swinton. I could see that. Okay. And so, you know, wants, wants Tilda Swinton to use the wishes and everything like that, but also wants to be with her mm-hmm. i guess i don't know maybe something like that but we'll see but yeah if you if you have not had a chance make sure you visit us at facebook or facebook.com slash movies are thing or on twitter and instagram at movies are thing no spaces dash slash anything like that at movies are a thing we're gonna try to post some uh some trailers i know we already got the mission impossible trailer up on those places mm-hmm. check out the three thousand years of longing as well because we can't do it justice you have to see it for yourselves exactly i mean it's almost like uh it's almost like you're taking a bad trip on uh, 
the stuff that they give you in Spiderhead. Right. <laughs> Which ironically is our next trailer. Mm-hmm. For a movie called Spiderhead with uh, Miles Teller uh, and Chris Hemsworth and um, oh, why can I not remember her name? Um, I can't remember her name either. Uh, Journey Smollett. Okay, all right. Uh, played uh, Black Canary in yep. Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's the long title, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Miles Teller and Journey Smollett are convicts mm-hmm. in this, like, prison, but it's, it's like a state-of-the-art penitentiary run by a brilliant visionary played by Chris Hemsworth. And then they get experimented on with these drugs, whether that's, you know, ex- you know, experimenting to give them trips, mm-hmm. experimenting to manipulate their emotions or their feelings, anything like that. That's kind yep. of what the, they're testing out. And, uh, and they wear, it, and they wear this piece on, on their body that like administer, administers it. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, about that. Um, <laughs> I don't think I could do that, but <laughs> did it throw you with Chris Hemsworth's accent? Mm, I guess I really honestly didn't really notice. He has an American accent. Does he? I have to go back and rewatch it now. Yeah, he does not have an Australian accent. He does not have his Thor accent. He has an American accent. Oh, okay. And it is, it, it, it caught me off guard. I'll tell you that. Gotcha. Okay. Now that now that you know about it, as soon as you watch it, you'll be like, "Oh, that is weird." Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sure, I'll do that as soon as we're done here. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, another trailer that came out this last week was for a movie called Vengeance. Mm-hmm. This one looks fantastic. Uh, written and directed by one B. J. Novak. Yes. That also has uh, a few other people in it. Yeah, just a few. Yeah. Uh, Boyd Holbrook is in it. Mm-hmm. B.J. Novak, like yep. you were saying. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, apparently. I don't know if it's actually Aaron Rodgers or not, but it might not be. Uh, Ashton Kutcher is in it. Yes. <laughs> Did not expect that name to pop up. Yeah, no, me neither. Uh, but basically, this guy goes out to Texas for the funeral of somebody that he was kind of, you know, hooking up with. Mm-hmm that apparently has been telling her family that they are much more of a couple than he thought that they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her brother thinks that she was murdered rather than just died. Mm-hmm. And so BJ Novak being from the big city wants to make a podcast about it. Right. I mean, come on, who makes podcasts anymore? Jeez. Uh, yeah, podcasts aren't a thing. I mean, movies are. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, right. Uh, but basically starts to get in a little bit over his head on stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, his Prius blows up. <laughs> right. <laughs> which, I mean, could have been way worse if he was driving a real car, you know, with right. gasoline and stuff. Right. That made me laugh. That was that was a great line in the trailer. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's this one looks it looks funny. It looks pretty suspenseful at different points in time. Mm-hmm. There there's a few a few cringe points. Uh, yeah, just a few. But I mean, that's any movie. <laughs> and I mean, you know what do you what do you expect from you know B J Novak? Exactly. Uh, yeah. If if you've watched The Office, you know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> Uh, this one, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where this one goes. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of hope that it'll be playing near us because it's a focus features movie, I believe. Yeah, unfortunately, but I mean, we can only hope. I would feel like, I would feel like this movie might get a bigger release considering of the office ties to it. Okay. Okay. But I mean, I guess we won't really know until it actually comes out, but I would just assume that i would think i mean who who knows but yeah and this is coming out in july end of july right mm-hmm. uh which brings us to our last trailer of the day mm-hmm. and that is actually a second trailer for elvis i am a sucker for a biopic <sighs> this one 
is looking pretty fantastic. It is. And, I mean, I, and, and on top of that, a Baz Luhrmann mm-hmm. biopic about mm-hmm. Elvis. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Baz Luhrmann, Tom Hanks, and yep. I mean, Austin Butler is just like, holy cow. Mm-hmm. They they did they did pretty good with uh with Austin Butler. They did, and and I'm really impressed on how it looks once they get into older Elvis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. We were just talking about Austin Butler last week too. Mm-hmm. Being cast in Dune Part Two. That's right. Yeah. As Sting. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like it. It looks like they've done a very good job in transforming Austin Butler into Elvis, both mm-hmm. young and older versions of him. Right. Um, Tom Hanks seems like a very, uh, a lot of prosthetics, but, <laughs> <laughs> but still like not better prosthetics than what Colin Farrell had in, in the Batman. Right. Right. But still looks very good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I'm I'm ready for this one to be released next month. Uh, I am too. A month from tomorrow, from when we're recording this, actually. Honka honka, burning love. Hopefully, hopefully it's not a. This movie doesn't turn into a heartbreak hotel, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, I wouldn't want to go to to the jailhouse to rock. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind dancing out of my blue suede shoes, you know. <laughs> Well, before we get into the next movies, I do want to say, Travis. Yes. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Um, <laughs> going into our movies that we have for this week, <laughs> the first one is one that we've been waiting for and waiting for and waiting for some more. <laughs> and that is Danger Zone. <laughs> uh, that is Top Gun Maverick, which is rated PG-13 and is going to be a nationwide release. After more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Maverick Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him. When he finds himself training a detachment of Top Gun graduates for a specialized mission, the likes of which no living pilot has ever seen, Maverick encounters Lieutenant Bradley Bradshaw, callsign Rooster, the son of Maverick's late friend and radar intercept officer, Lieutenant Nick Bradshaw, aka Goose. Facing an uncertain future and confronting the ghosts of his past, Maverick is drawn into a confrontation with his own deepest fears, culminating in a mission that demands the ultimate sacrifice from those who will be chosen to fly it. IMDb has this one at an 8.6 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 96% certified fresh, and Metacritic is sitting at an 80. I like those scores. Right? That Uh, gets me even more excited. I have seen people say it is better than the original. Really? Okay. Like, leagues better than the original. Good deal, okay. Uh, All I've heard is that it's a worthy sequel. Right, right. But that's uh, good, I like that, okay. So just kind of going through here, scene for scene, it is a better time than Top Gun. More nimble, more exciting, more soulful. Really? Okay. Uh, Yeah, apparently, I was actually reading some stuff, there was one scene that they were making for Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. They were only able to make once. Okay. Because while they were filming it, they, you know, had a jet fly overhead. Mm-hmm. And it blew the set away. <laughs> I like it. Right? Right? Uh, whoever thought, thought of that, great. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure whoever thought of that is never going to live that down. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you got you got to get the you got to get the shots, right? Of course you have to. Mhm. Mhm. But yeah, this is this is definitely one that I really 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 want to see. Me too. And and then also on the biggest screen possible. Mhm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um well, I don't know if I'll be able to see it in IMAX, but I'm going to try for a big screen. I like it. Uh S- sounds good to me. Mhm. Mhm. I'm hungry for another movie though. So, I, I think we'll go move for on. a burger. I, th- I think we'll move on to Bob's Burgers movie, 
which is rated PG-13 and will have a nationwide release as well. The story begins when a ruptured water main creates an enormous sinkhole right in front of Bob's Burgers, blocking the entrance and ruining the Belcher's plans for a successful summer. While Bob and Linda struggle to keep the business afloat, the kids try to solve a mystery that could save their family's restaurant. As the dangers mount, these underdogs help each other find hope and fight to get back behind the counter where they belong. IMDb did not have a score for this one. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 97% and Metacritic is sitting at a 71. I'm so excited to see this. <laughs> I honestly haven't watched Bob's Burgers for a while. Me neither, honestly. But I love these characters and I think it'll be a good time in movie form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm trying to think here. Because we had, we had the Simpsons movie in 2007. Seven, yeah. Yeah. And that one, that one, you know, that went over pretty well. Yeah, it did. You know, and it did, it did pretty decent. Mm-hmm. It did decent. So I'm, I'm thinking Bob's Burgers will do pretty well as well. I would assume so. And also, too, I mean, obviously the Simpsons has their big cult following, but so does Bob's Burgers. I mean, I can't I tell you how many people have told me that Bob's Burgers is their favorite animated adult cartoon show besides, you know, like the usual South Park, South Park Simpsons. Right, right. Beavis and Butthead sort of situation. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, basically I'm looking at here and the scores that they have showing are, you know, like 83, 80, 79, 75, 75, 75, 75, 75, 70, 50. So, okay. like they have, they have 15 scores in right now from critics, mm-hmm. uh, 14 of them are uh, above 60 i believe and one of them is yellow so that's the 50 okay but zero bad reviews so far so excited so so excited but that is uh that is the only other movie that uh we have kind of you know that that hit my radar for this week okay so do you have anything to say that about either of these movies or trailers or mm. anything like that travis um i th- I think my order of seeing this is just how it is on here. I mean, Top Gun for sure is top. And uh, then I'd go Bob's Burgers because I really want to see that too. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the burger special is going to be? Oh, uh, probably something movie related. Hmm. What if it was Top Gun related? That would be hilarious. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Like, uh... uh... I can't even think, like, go in the, of what the burger special could even be, but I'm thinking it'll be movie-related, and it'd be even better if it's Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Top Bun. Uh, uh. <laughs> top Bun, or, uh... <laughs> top Bun Mayonnaise, which is like a California burger with the mayonnaise on the top bun. Yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, you should be. You should open up your own restaurant. John's Jerkers. No, it doesn't really work. John's Jerkers. <laughs> I would go to John's Jerkers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think I'm right there with you. Uh, top Gun is my top bun movie, and then <laughs> Bob's Burgers after that. I don't know. I might. I'm. I'm kind of on the fence about Bob's Burgers. Honestly, like I like the show when I watch it, but I just don't really watch it all that much sure okay that's fair so that's kind of where i'm at well i mean you could probably check it out on 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 a streaming service i'm sure here in the near near future if anything instead of going to a theater to see it yeah like uh jetflix or jbo max or you know (laughs) jeramount um (laughs) i don't know why i'm continuing on with this bit it didn't work to begin with. So, uh, well, with that, Travis, do you have anything else that you'd like to say? Uh, uh, I, I do not, sir. All right. Well, <laughs> make sure you visit us at Facebook. We're facebook.com slash movies are thing. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No space, dash, slash, anything like that at movies are thing. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we have that over there. Other than that, I do believe that it is about that time. Here it comes. Kill the trouble. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. I have a noisy booger over here. Sorry. I hear. I heard. <laughs> you were gone all weekend. Pay attention to me. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't. I was here all weekend. <gasps> oh. But I still didn't pay attention to him. Uh, oh. Oh, I really need to uh, organize, don't I? Shoot, I mean, shoot, shoot. It might be a good idea, but I, I don't want to tell you how to live your life. Start. Start. Look what I can do. Look what I can do. Start. <laughs> I want to go back and watch Mad TV. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, Stuart. <laughs> just always gets me every time. Just look what I can do. Look what I can do. <laughs> you got to have the flail as you. Oh, I, trust me. I was flailing. <laughs> you know, the, the arms and the one leg. Look what I can do. Look what I can do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I would have paid to see that. Oh. (laughs) That's too good. Right? Hey, 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 Travis. Travis. Yeah. Yeah. Look what I can do. Look what I can do. Oh, wait. The? No. Maybe you don't have it. That was goose. I was like, wait, where's that coming from? It's coming from inside the house. <laughs> yup. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah, he's walking away. Uh, <laughs> Typical cat. Right? <laughs> Sisters? <laughs> Sisters. <laughs> After recording, I, I, I will put it up on Facebook so people can actually look at it. Perfect, perfect. I'll see if I can't get it up on uh, the Twitter and the Instagrams as well. Sweet. Uh, oh, Travis, you're... Maybe because it... Oh, yep. Am okay. I cutting out? Uh, you went a little staticky there okay. for a second. But you're oh, good. weird, okay. You're good. Excellent. Um, indefinitely, and ruining the Bleckers... Bletchers? Belchers? Belchers. That's the one. Uh, one second here. Oh, so I just typed in... Jerger into Google. Uh huh. And it looks like it's a combination of gene and burger. Gene and burger. Yeah. Okay. So, like, denim jeans and burgers. The buns are jeans. So, it's a jerger. I mean, one of the characters' names is Gene, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hmm. Hold on. Hold on. Holding. Hold on. There you go. Sent you a picture. Uh, <laughs> I haven't gotten it yet. It might still be sending. Oh, there we go. Oh, gosh. Okay. Let me... Travis, don't leave me. I'm going to try not to. I'm, I'm going to wait. <laughs> I don't want to lose it. <laughs> All right. Wait a second. You said you had a special announcement. When? You said you had you had something to say, at, like, for the podcast. You had, like, some announcement. No, I was just going to say that I had actually watched a movie. Oh! Oh, okay. Never mind. Because <laughs> I watched I watched Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Good. Okay. All right. I did. All right. At like two o'clock in the morning. Nice. <laughs> but I'm ready, Travis. Go here. La 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 la. You ever play Phasmophobia? No. Why? No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, why? <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm getting a little less scared of it. Well, that's good. No. What is... Why is there a bluebird? Oh, okay. The jeans. I was like, <laughs> what the heck? It's a jerger. It's a jerger. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Oh, we've been recording for like 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> so an hour and 41 minutes? Yeah, and 33 seconds. Those seconds. Yeah. How rude. How wooed. 
You're in big trouble, mister. <laughs> Still <laughs> haven't seen Multiverse of Madness. You need to. It's so good. To. Okay. Well, dude, I think I think I'm going to call it here. Okay, sounds good. It's kind of late. It's kind of late. Uh-huh. Well, you go get some sleep. I'm going to try to. Sounds no guarantees. <laughs> but uh, you have yourself a good one, sir. You too. And then uh, make sure you, you give her a ha and a hi-ya and a hoo and then you kick her, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I got to go. All right. All right. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.